Back to the beat. Bulls beat continues with Derek Sharp. Thanks for joining me on a happy Friday morning, Billy Mole, because another day off for your team, a very earned day off. We're going to talk about some specifics, but just in general, what have these two games been like from down there in the dugout? I've upped my blood pressure medication over the last four days. Uh, yesterday, obviously, was a, a little bit easier one, um, but the grit and the fight these guys are showing, it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun, and you see the energy and the passion they're playing with, and that, that makes it all that much more special for us couple guys that have gotten in there and and added some more of that um, I think I'm going to start off with Ben Rosenblum we could pick a handful of guys but what has gotten into him you know I think that's been a huge key for us this week is Ben Rosenblum behind the plate the energy he brings you, you just watch him play he's got the pitchers locked in um, you know hasn't played for a while and he's got an opportunity he's made the most of it and he's kind of been our spark plug to be honest with you another one that because of the injury to Danny was going to have to start stringing some hits together and has done it here. Marcus Brodell, remember his home run started things off, but it wasn't just that one big hit for him. No, Marcus has been seeing the ball really well. He's put a lot of good swings. He doesn't have as many hits as the amount of barrels he's caught. But, you know, Marcus was our best returning hitter from a year ago in league play. And, you know, he was out all fall with an injury, so he kind of got he kind of got a slow start. Um, and now you're kind of seeing what we thought he was going to be going into the year. So it's never too late to get going. <laughs> now, he started it. East Carolina had the inning that you just think it's, they're inevitably going to have. And, and the thing is, usually that's game over. Uh, what was going on there in the ninth inning? What was the discussions like with the hitters to just sort of piece it together the way it happened? Well, everybody knows our season's on the line, and those guys, those guys aren't ready to be done playing. Um, there's a lot of fight and a lot of toughness. We've been through some tough times this year. And like I said, this was a new start. We just got done playing East Carolina three games the previous weekend. We knew what was coming at us out of the bullpen. And those guys went up and they executed at the end of the day. They hit the ball where people weren't. We had a little bit of luck on our side. And there you go. We had a discussion about that. When when will that happen? Can that happen for the Bulls? And that was a good example there. Now, the secret to East Carolina to me is to, you know, come back on them late enough so that they can't come back on you or take the lead on them late enough. And, of course, they still did. But you send Boogie out there at the end of the game after you get the run. Of course, at that point, I'm guessing you're almost just throwing it all on the line, knowing that the loser of that game is going to be tough, uh, in a tough spot from the pitching angle. What was sort of the thought there? Yeah, I mean, we first went to Hootie because Hootie had so much success against them in the weekend going six innings. Um, obviously, you know, Hootie – left the ball up and they tie the game but at that point Ethan Brown was really good against them too so it was like we got to win game one because I don't think a single team in the American has come back from losing the first game and won the whole tournament uh, to my knowledge I mean it's just a tough task with the the pitching and everything else you've got to win game one and then with that in mind even with the day off I'm guessing you wanted Gailey and Grouse to give you maybe six that was my thought and they pretty much did that what was the key to to that part of it and then the offensive outburst there with the five runs in the fifth yeah, I mean, Gailey being a freshman and putting him in that spot, I was really proud of the effort he gave. You know, we were trying to get three out of him, three out of Grouse, and then be able to go to, to Mink, Brown, Hootie, and those guys. And, you know, hats off to Gailey and Grouse. They gave us six and let our offense do some damage. And, you know, we, we saved some arms that day. Um, so that's huge in a tournament setting to keep guys fresh. And, you know, those guys are a big part of, you know, 
why we're going to be able to use a more rested pitching staff going into Saturday. And then there was something that, you know, just hit me, and it's become a thing now, all the singles you guys are hitting. Of course, Eric Snow had the big one, the bases clearing, non-single, double. Uh, has that been a conversation, or do you even notice that uh, until you look at the box score at the end of the game? No, I mean, it's past the baton with these guys right now. You know, the the amount of two-strike hits we've had, the two-out hits we've had, you know, when we get to two strikes, that was the key emphasis is you got to put the ball in play. Mm. And they, they've done a great job of that. I mean, it, it's fun to watch. It, hitting's contagious. When one guy gets going, then the next guy feeds off of it. And that's kind of what you're seeing with the offense right now. And then last thing, we're not sitting here like this tournament's won. Obviously, it's not. It's going to be a very motivated team that you're going to have to play, whoever it is, Saturday morning. So, so from a mentality standpoint, from a pitching staff standpoint, and from a, you know, Thinking back two years standpoint, sort of take us what you're thinking going into this weekend. I'm thinking about practice today and what we got to do to make sure that we're fully rested and recovered. And we'll worry about tomorrow when it gets here. We're going one day at a time with this thing. We, we know we got to get all hands on deck from a pitching staff standpoint. Uh, but these guys, these guys are in the right mindset. It's just go play the game, play hard, play fast, and see what happens. Well, so far we're loving what's happening. Thanks, Coach, for all the time. Appreciate it, Derek. I'm guessing they'll keep an eye on the East Carolina UCF outcome and probably wouldn't mind if it's a high-scoring game where both teams use a lot of their good arms. We'll talk about whoever it is tomorrow when we hit the air at 8.45. Bulls get the winner of that game, and if they win, they go right to Sunday's noon final. If they lose, they'll have to play that same team again in the third game on Saturday. The other side of the bracket, Tulane, which all year long, one time, won consecutive games. They've done it. In Clearwater, their record is now 17 and 39. Bulls, by the way, are up to 21 and 37. Remember, they had lost 12 of their last 13 conference games before taking the last two. But as for Tulane, dominated Memphis. The conference pitcher of the year, Memphis's Dalton Fowler, had a 2-1 lead. Tulane tied it up in the fourth inning against him. Brandon Lambert had a huge day also to go ahead RBI on a sacrifice. And then the floodgates open three in the sixth, four in the seventh. They score seven runs against Fowler, and they run rule Memphis 12-2 to two behind the pitching as well of Dylan Carmouche, who was just 3-8. and eight. He went the whole eight innings and struck out nine. So Tulane gets today's Houston-Memphis winner. Got to say it, you cannot count out Houston or East Carolina. Those are really good teams. Houston does it more with the bats, East Carolina, every which way. So it's off to a great start, and let's see if it can finish with another unlikely championship and then a trip to the NCAA tournament for the Bulls. We'll have it for you this weekend. The NCAA championships are underway in track and field. The preliminary meets, the East meet in Jacksonville, the West out in California. And so far, Sonique Walker has become the first bull to advance. She reached the quarterfinals in the hurdles. Today is a big day. Romaine Beckford starts off in the high jump. The relays go today and tomorrow. If you want the full schedule, head up GoUSFBulls.com. Future Bulls getting announced. First of all, for the men's basketball team, Jaden Reed, a point guard, a freshman incoming from Long Island. Saw an article where he basically credited Amir Abdurrahim for him taking the Bulls over schools like SMU and Seattle. Said that not often do schools, head coaches personally do the recruiting, but Amir Abdurrahim came after him hard. Let him know that point guards, first of all, you don't have to be big. He's 5'10", 160, have free reign in the system, so he is coming in. Oh, man, is Ken Erickson excited about this pitcher? Her name is Belle Sarja. 
led Academy of Holy Names to the state championship in 21, led Florida Southwestern College to the JUCO World Series title last year, and they're back in the semifinals. They won yesterday to go to 52-5. and Sarja won yesterday to go to 24-2 and with a .83 ERA and five saves. And Ken Erickson says that Bell's tenacity and her ability to paint a great game from the mound is impressive. She compliments our returning pitcher, of course, talking about Peyton Dixon, and our incoming freshman pitcher, which I'll try and find out who specifically he means there. But he added, Erickson, quote, our consistency in attacking the hitters in the strike zone has just gotten better. I feel we're back on track for that deep run into the NCAA postseason again next year. I haven't felt this good in a while. Pretty good stuff there. Maybe too early for all conference football teams, but Athlon gets the jump on everybody else, and several Bulls are on the all AC teams preseason. Best honors go to second team for the offensive line, Donovan Jennings. DJ Gordon, a third team mentioned at linebacker. A couple fourth teamers on defense, Jason Vaughn and Amaris Brown, and transfer running back Naquan Wright. And the Bulls also this week announced the addition of a defensive back, a junior college transfer, originally from New Jersey, played at Scranton, PA's Lackawanna Community College last year's name, Jameel Sanders. Well, whatever happens this weekend, it's going to be special, let's hope. We'll have it for you on USF Bulls Unlimited. That'll wrap up Bulls Beat. We'll talk to you guys Saturday morning from Clearwater. Horns up.